Hey, this is Cody Sturge with the pastor at Chill Highway Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily, a daily ministry of our church, an opportunity that we have every day to share God's Word with you. The Bible says to keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And we know that we keep our hearts as we wash our hearts with the Word of God. We are in a series now in the book of Mark. The book of Mark's a book of action. And I know that there'll be messages and truths from God's Word that'll be a big help to you. Thanks for listening. We're praying for you. God bless you. Mark chapter number 2. Mark chapter number 2. And uh, we'll begin our reading in verse number 13. And in this section of Scripture, uh, a circumstance in the ministry of the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ, gives us some insight into true Christianity. And tonight's message is true Christianity and some things that it emphasizes. And I want you to follow along with me in God's Word. And the Scripture says here in verse number 13, And he went forth again by the seaside, and all the multitude resorted unto him. And he taught them. And as he passed by, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting at the receipt of custom, and said unto him, Follow me. And he arose and followed him. And it came to pass that as Jesus sat at meat in his house, many publicans and sinners sat also together with Jesus and his disciples. For there were many, and they followed him. And when the scribes and Pharisees saw him eat with publicans and sinners, they said unto his disciples, How is it that he eateth and drinketh with publicans and sinners? When Jesus heard it, he he saith unto them, They that are whole have no need of the physician. But they that are sick, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And the disciples of John and of the Pharisees used to fast. And they come and say unto him, Why do the disciples of John and of the Pharisees fast, but thy disciples fast not? And Jesus said unto them, Can the children of the bride chamber fast while the bridegroom is with them? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, They cannot fast. But the days will come when the bridegroom shall be taken away from them, and then shall they fast in those days. No man also soweth a piece of new cloth on an old garment, else the new piece that filled it up taketh away from the old, and the rent is made worse. And no man putteth new wine into old bottles, else the new wine doth burst the bottles, and the wine is spilled, and the bottles will be marred. But new wine must be put into new bottles. And we come to this portion of Scripture, and we get a glimpse at true Christianity. Now, Jesus has come to shake the world, and especially to shake the Jewish world. Jesus has come in fulfillment of the Old Testament law. But during the uh, silent years, and even before, uh, Judaism and the Old Testament law and the Old Testament system had developed a form that was extra-biblical. It had developed a form that revolved around religion and man's opinions and works that uh, could never be fulfilled or completed in the life of any man or woman as hard as they may try. The only righteousness that you could ever have that would satisfy the law is the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, slain from the foundation of the earth. 
And Jesus comes on the scene to fulfill the law. Not to abolish the law, but to fulfill the law. The law was a seed that was to be fulfilled in Christ. It was not a seed that was to be destroyed, but it was a seed to be fulfilled. I saw this illustration of that point, and it very it helped me so much. If you can imagine an acorn with me for just a moment. An acorn is a seed. An acorn can be destroyed, and it goes away, or it can be fulfilled, and it goes away. You can destroy an acorn with a hammer and put it in the ground, and it will never grow. Or you can put an acorn in the ground and let it do its thing, and it will fulfill itself into an oak, into a tree. And the Old Testament law was the seed of the gospel. It was the beginning, it was the foundation, and God chose to use it. And it would be fulfilled in Christ. It would flourish into Christianity. And Jesus didn't come to destroy the law, but to fulfill it. Now, religion has no room in Christianity. The rudiments of religion and man's idea of religion has no room in Christianity. And Jesus went to war with this. The religion of the Jews had gotten so strict and so uh, so unbearable that you know it was unfortunate for any person that was outside of the Jewish community. The Old Testament law had given many provisions for and opportunities for folks uh, that were outside of Judaism to put their faith in Jehovah God. But the Jews of this era that Jesus was was dealing with, they had shut themselves off from the whole world, and they believed they were the only clean people ever. It was awful, and Jesus came to to fulfill the law and show them what true Christianity looked like. And so when Jesus comes on the scene and he heals somebody on the Sabbath day, the scribes and the Pharisees get upset. When Jesus comes on the scene and he begins to do miraculous things and wonders and shake them to the core, the scribes and the Pharisees, man, they have problems. Just after the healing of the lame man that was dropped through the roof by four faithful men, folks, people. The Pharisees and the scribes were raising their hearts, saying Jesus was just blasphemous. (laughs) Isn't it terrible? What a spirit. And Jesus gives us a picture of true Christianity. And what does true Christianity look like? Let's just introduce it with this portion of Scripture. Verse number 13. And he went forth again by the seaside, and all the multitude resorted unto him. I was struck by that word, resorted. Uh, you know what it is to go to the to the resort, right? Uh, that's a place where you can, whew, yes, this is nice. Folks, I want you to know something. If you'll resort in Jesus, you'll find out that it's sweet to be a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. They resorted, and all the multitude resorted unto him. And he taught them. Verse 14. And as he passed by, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting at the receipt of custom, and said unto him, Follow me. Now this is setting up to be a real disaster for the scribes and Pharisees. Who in the world is Levi? Later he becomes Matthew, if I'm not mistaken. And Levi 
was a tax collector. Where is he sitting? He's sitting at the desk where they receive custom, where they receive taxes. The Bible in the book of Luke says that Levi was a publican. That was the same as using bad word in, back in this time. The publicans. The publicans were low lives. Let me tell you what folks thought about the publicans. A publican was a Jewish person who had decided that they would go to work for Rome and they worked for the enemy in order to collect taxes or do the work of Rome and impose Rome on the Jewish people. So if you chose to earn your living as a publican, you were lower than a snake's belly. I mean, you were scum of the earth. You're terrible. Publican. So here we have Levi, a publican, and Jesus comes to a publican. I'm telling you, this guy's low and despised, especially by the religious zealots of the day. Levi. Jesus comes by and passes by him, verse number 14, and he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting at the receipt of custom, and said to him, follow me. What did Levi do? The Bible says he arose and followed him. He's at work. As far as we can tell, it's right in the middle of the day. And Jesus looks at a publican. No doubt this publican knew what most Jewish people, especially a Jewish person like Jesus, somebody that was teaching and preaching in the synagogue, somebody that had a, a following among Jewish people. This publican no doubt thought, man, here comes Jesus, but I know he won't have anything to do with me because I'm the lowest of the low. But you know what Jesus did to the lowest of the low? He saw him. He saw him. <laughs> Not only did he see him, but he called him and he said, follow me. And you know what happened when Jesus reached out to the lowest of the low? Somebody you'd never expect would ever be religious. As a matter of fact, he never got to be religious. He became a follower of Christ, which is much different. Somebody you'd never think would straighten everything out and live a holy life and follow Jesus. Jesus reached out to that man and he said, follow me. And you know what happened? The old publican dropped it all. He left the receipt of customs that day, and he became a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. Folks, I want you to know something. If you'll resort in Jesus, he'll teach you some wonderful things, and he'll be a blessing. And when Jesus calls you, follow him, and you'll never regret it. And it doesn't matter what kind of situation a person was in in the, in the past. Jesus' blood and his forgiveness and his love is greater than the greatest sin. And Jesus died on the cross to save the lowest of the low. Now, just so you know, this is really rubbing the scribes and Pharisees the wrong way. As the old cowboys say, they got a burr in their saddle now. It's bad. It's getting difficult. And it's getting worse. I mean... The scribes and Pharisees are beginning to itch. Oh, man, what's this guy doing? And they're going to have a full-on stroke here in just a moment because this is what happens. Look what the Scripture says in verse number 15. And it came to pass that as Jesus sat at meat in his house, where does he go? He goes to Levi's house. Not only did Jesus take time to say, won't you be a follower of me? Jesus went to the publican's house. And it gets worse. Or better. 
Jesus sat at meat in his house. Many publicans, many publicans and sinners sat also together with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many, and they followed him. <laughs> now that is a picture that folks were not used to seeing. And especially the scribes and Pharisees. Look what the Bible says in verse 16. And when the scribes and Pharisees saw him eat with publicans and sinners, they said unto his disciples, How is it that he eateth and drinketh with publicans and sinners? What did they see? These religious zealots, Sister Wigglejaw and Brother Holier than thou, and the whole clan are watching Jesus, who's been preaching and teaching in their synagogues, who's been healing the sick, who has a valid message from heaven. They see this man. They're already a little bothered by him because he's shaking things up. And now, of all the gall and audacity, the man has gathered many publicans and many sinners, and he's eating with them. And they're having a good time. I want you to get in your mind's eye. Jesus has gone to Levi's house, and here's a bunch of people that as far as they knew, because of their position and their job and where they were in life, publicans and sinners, no righteous person would ever give them the time of day. And Jesus, the most righteous person ever lived, goes to one of their houses and invites the whole crowd. Thank you for listening to this message from the book of Mark. We're sure excited about the many opportunities that we have at the Chihuahua Baptist Church to share content with you. If you'd like to hear more of the same, more messages from God's Word, other series from different books of the Bible, you can find us at chillhowiebaptistchurch.com or you can get our app on the App Store, Chihuahua Baptist Church. And we're so thankful that you've listened today. God bless you.